What is up, Bad Bitch Collective? I'm Haley with Strong as Hail, and for the past five years, I've been helping fitness-loving women eat to fuel their performance, ditch restrictive dieting, and get strong as hail. This podcast is your ultimate destination for unfiltered conversations about nutrition, training, mindset, and so much more. With a mission to create a culture of empowered women who embrace their strength, live confidently, and prioritize their wellness, I am so honored that you are here. Now let's jump into today's episode. Right, all right. Time for a, another episode of the Bad Bitch Collective podcast. And this one's a fun one. This is one that I identify with so much because I am the queen of this topic in the fact that I have had multiple injuries, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about today training with injuries. So this is for all of you who have aches and pains that are pretty persistent. If you've had or are undergoing surgery, maybe you're recovering from just an injury in general, because I've had my fair share and I've spent a lot more time injured than I really care to admit. I've had a back and hip injury. I've had a lat injury, feet injuries, knee pains, shoulder pains, And some of these have been chronic, others have been full-blown injuries, some of them have made my life very uncomfortable. And so these are going to be the five main things that I suggest be done in times of injury to make sure you are properly healing and so that you can return back to normal living and exercise without pain. But before we get into that conversation, we first kind of have to understand why injuries happen in the first place, because injuries are typically something that accumulate over time. Um, And that is because when our load or our activity really exceeds our functional capacity, so the amount of work that our bodies are prepared to express, that is what leads to injury, right? And the easiest way to think of this is, say your one rep max back squat is 100 pounds. And that 100 pounds is really challenging. It's really grueling. The knees are caving. The core is collapsing. But you get it up somehow. Like, you you stand that barbell up and you're like, oh, yes, that was a true one rep max. Like, I could not go a single pound over this. And then you load 200 pounds on the bar. Literally doubling what your max barbell back squat weight is and you attempt it we would expect to not be able to lift that weight right i hope that you would expect to not be able to lift that weight if you do different story altogether and we you and i need to talk but we would expect to fail that rep so i don't know why we don't approach the expectation or Likelihood uh, or likelihood of injury in the exact same way. Because when we overdo our capacity, it should be expected to experience pain, or that that injury or that experience of pain is going to be much more likely. Like they just make sense, right? But there are a few things that really determine our capacity for injury or to not get injured. And a few of those things, there's three factors, okay? Factor number one is anatomical 
anatomical like defects that you have. This could be like current injuries. Like if you currently have like a bicep tendonitis that you're like, ooh, this really bothers me. That's going to lower your capacity. If you have no injuries, that capacity is higher, right? Factor number two is lifestyle. Are you recovered? Are you eating enough? Are you well hydrated? Are you sleeping enough? Are you managing stress? If you're doing all of those things, you're going to have a higher capacity. So you're going to be able to do more and not be at risk of pain. If you're not doing those things, your capacity is lower. And factor number three is functional diagnosis, which is literally just a fancy word for do you move well? Are you limited in joint range of motion? Do you have hypermobile joints? Do you have a lot of scar tissue buildup? Do you have lots of injuries that you haven't dealt with properly? And so those things, they add up. And so those factors are what set us up to either have a lot of capacity or very little or somewhere in between. And those three things are what determine our capacity before we experience pain. And so when we are doing two types of activity, those things are what we put on top of that capacity, right? Or at least we're trying not to exceed that capacity of those two things. And the first type of movement that we do is ADL or activity of daily living. So like you're walking, cooking, bending over, picking up kids, driving, all that good stuff. And then your intentional exercise is your second one where we're going to the CrossFit gym, we're running, etc. And so if either of our ADLs or our exercise exceed that foundation or our capacity, then that's when pain and injury can occur. So what should you do when you have an injury? Well, let's get into it. There are five things that I think that you should do if you have an injury. The very first thing that I think you should do when you have an injury is that you should go see a professional. And I'm going to step on some toes here, but I do not mean a doctor. I do not mean a chiropractor. I mean a physical therapist. Because let's think about what the mechanism of injuries are. There's trauma, in which an outside force happens very quickly and very suddenly, resulting in bodily damage, right? Like that's the one that we can't really control. Like you get hit by a car and your leg shatters. I hope this doesn't happen to anybody. And if you're driving right now, please drive very safe. But that's something that you can't control, right? Like your bone shattering was due to a very heavy and fast car crashing into your leg, not because you were overreaching or overtraining or anything of that nature. Then there's an overuse injury, right? And these typically kind of occur due to overuse or is gradually developed over time until there's a physical manifestation of pain that presents itself and can be due to either overtraining or under-recovering. Um, typical things, like that would be like something that happens when like we're running lots and lots of miles and tendonitis develops in the knee, right? Like it's just, it's simple overuse and resting and strengthening that tissue around it can typically help. And then there's acute injury where we did something that our body and our tissue and our system was not ready for. And so our capacity was very quickly and rapidly overloaded. For example, I did a ring muscle up on the long straps about a month ago, two months ago. Let me be exact. Two months ago. Yeah. Um, and I had not done a ring muscle up on long straps in a very time, a very long time. And so what happened was I did that 
first rep and I immediately felt a twinge in my pec and not just kind of like a, ow, like I've had a lot of injuries, you guys, like things don't really hurt me anymore. Like it hurts, but it's more of like a nuisance at this point. But this was kind of like real pain. Like this was like, ooh, that really, something was really not right there. And I could say, oh, it was ring muscle ups. Like that is totally why I hurt myself. Like ring muscle ups are just not safe. No, 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 no. I did something that my body, my tissue, my system was not ready for because I hadn't done it in a very long time. And I did it after an already pressing heavy workout. I had already felt some discomfort in my pec and I decided to ignore it and try my ring muscle up. That was a me problem. That was an acute injury because I did something my body and my tissues were not ready for. And so knowing what the mechanisms of injuries are for outside of trauma, it's typically human movement an overuse or an acute type of injury. So chronic or acute basically is what I'm trying to say here. So knowing that that is what causes injury movement itself and either doing too much or not recovering or doing something very suddenly that we're not ready for, that leads us to needing to go see a PT, you guys. And I'm going to explain this to you as best as I can. And so USA.edu is going to help me kind of describe what the job description of a PT is. But this is the literal job description of a physical therapist. Physical therapists help patients with injuries and chronic health conditions regain their range of motion, manage their pain, and improve their quality of life, end quote. So this is a professional who has knowledge and training in human movement. And the goal of a PT is to restore pain-free movement. And so a lot of people, I hear this all the time, they get injured and they're like, well, I go see a chiropractor. A chiropractor is a great resource. Do not get me wrong. But a chiropractor focus on, focuses on misalignments. And I say that in quotation marks because that's an entire another rabbit hole of the spine, misalignments of the spine, which, you know. I'm going to keep my mouth shut on that one for now. And they focus on pain relief through adjustments. However, PTs, physical therapists, focus on how the body moves and functions as a whole, while chiropractors usually focus primarily on the spine, neck, joints, legs, or arms as single units, right? So going back to the mechanisms of injuries, right? That happens because of the way that our body is moving and functioning as a whole which is why we need to go see a PT and not anyone else. And I can give you a very personal anecdote to explain this. I had my very first back injury three months into doing CrossFit. I did a very stupid deadlift workout and I regret it to this day. But you know what? It is what it is. Made me who I am. Stronger, more resilient, all that good cheesy stuff. And I had no idea that physical therapy was a profession. I was just told by a coach at the time, hey, you should really go see a chiropractor. They can probably help you. And so I went and I saw a chiropractor for 12 weeks, twice a week, 24 sessions with a chiropractor. I would go in, they would snap, crackle, pop me, pop my back. I'd be on my way. Great. Good. Go. By the time I would sit back down in my car. So literally seconds upon leaving this place, 
my back would start hurting again. I did this for 12 weeks, rinse and repeat, 24 sessions. Still have back pain to this day if I do certain things, right? And it's because they were addressing a symptom, not the problem. The problem was that I very much overloaded my tissue that I had no business doing a deadlift weight that I was doing, right? I had no business, had never deadlifted that ever in my life. And I decided that I was going to jump in on this five minute max deadlift rep workout. So I did a workout that I had never done before. I did reps that I had never done before. I did weight that I had never done before. Lo and behold, back injury, right? And the chiropractor, it did not help at all. I got very temporary pain relief, but I didn't get that retraining, that strength training that I needed in my lower back. I needed a physical therapist. And I know this now looking back after having worked for a physical therapist outside of college. So yes, I do have some bias, but it's because it's well-placed bias. I needed, now looking back, if I could do that all over again, I would have gone to a physical therapist who would have helped me learn how to move in ways that didn't piss off my back but in the same way pushed and challenged and progressed my back to being strong and able to do those things, right? Like there are still some days, six years later after this initial injury, where I struggle to look like bend over and put my shoes on sometimes. And that's like after a really, really intense training day. Like it takes me a good bit to get there. But if I had dealt with that injury appropriately when I first got it, it's much more likely that I wouldn't be experiencing those things today, right? Because tissue heals in six to eight weeks. So there's no reason there should still be pain there if I had actually dealt with the problem and not the symptom. The second thing that you need to do if you have an injury is realize you are not broken. You are not broken because something in your body got injured. The human body is resilient. It bounces back. It doesn't want to be in pain and it will recover if you allow yourself to recover and do things right. But to catastrophize and to believe that your world is ending because of an injury, it does nothing for you. And trust me, I know because I did it. I thought my life was over because I hurt my back. It does nothing for you. It does nothing for your recovery and it does nothing for your ability to get back into exercise. The third thing that you should do if you get injured or have an injury currently is to do what you can. And this is going to ruffle some feathers, but you know what? We're just going to do it. Do what you can. Did you hurt your foot? Great. Upper body work, it is for you. Did you hurt your shoulder? Great. We're going to get a safety bar and we're going to squat. Hurt your knee while running? Cool. Let's try out some biking, some rowing. Motion is lotion for the body and to stop doing any and everything because you're injured is not productive for anyone involved. Your health, your wellness depends on you taking care of yourself and moving your body. But to use an injury as a reason to do nothing, it's lazy. And the only reason that I can say this is because I did it and I was lazy I was lousy and I wanted to wallow in my pity party for myself rather than take care of myself in the way that I know I should have. So maybe you're like, well, I can't do CrossFit with this injury. Okay. And 
you don't have to. There are so many more methods of exercise than CrossFit. And if you are truly a CrossFitter, you realize that all exercise is CrossFit, right? Running is CrossFit. Rowing is CrossFit. Biking is CrossFit. Metabolic conditioning is not the only thing that makes up CrossFit, which is why at the CrossFit Games, they do marathon rows. They do 5K runs. They do the most ridiculous things. It's all CrossFit. So you don't have to do that if you're injured. For the entire year of 2022, I did bodybuilding in a hybrid class here and there, maybe if I felt like sweating a lot, because I had that chronic lower back pain that was ruining my quality of life, and it really flared up in 2022. And it had been ruining my quality of life for years, and it took me years to finally do something about it. So as of 2020 or in 2020, or 2022, excuse me, I did nothing but bodybuilding and pelvic floor work. Once a month, I would maybe do a hybrid class. And even then, I would go so casually slow because I was like, well, I'm just here to move. I'm here to sweat. I'm just here to exercise and make and feel good. And my back has felt the best it has since I was 18 years old when I first originally injured it. So if you have to go get a Planet Fitness membership so that you can do what you can, do it. Something is going to be better than nothing. The fourth thing that you need to do if you're chronically injured, always injured, or have an injury, or are going through recovery and healing right now, is that you need to audit your lifestyle. And this is a big one. This should really be number one, but I put it at to number four, overuse and overload-based injuries occur because we are doing more than our bodies can handle. We don't just get injured because we're susceptible to injury. I used to tell myself that all the time, and now when I look back, that annoys me. I annoy myself having said that all the time. We get injured because we are doing more than our bodies are set up to handle. So if you are chronically injured and have a ton of nagging pains, we have to look at lifestyle factors. Like we just have to, point blank, period. Some of the things that you may be doing, you may not even know that they make you more prone to injuries. Like, are you recovering well in between sessions? Are you fueling well? Are you sleeping well? Are you mobilizing? Are you managing your stress levels? There's so many factors here. And so some of the things that you may be doing that you don't even know are making you more prone to injuries or some of these things that you may not even know about that make you more prone to injuries are high stress lifestyles, inadequate calorie intakes, inadequate sleep volume and or quality. You can be sleeping 10 hours a night, but if it is 10 hours of garbage sleep, that's not going to be eight hours of high quality sleep. Maybe you're under recovering or overtraining. Maybe you've done a really drastic increase in volume or intensity. That was one that used to get me all the time. Like I would go from being injured. And so I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to really cut back on volume. And then when that injury had healed, I'd be like, cool, it is time to go out guns blazing. But that rapid increase in volume or that rapid increase in, in intensity does make you more prone to re-injuring or injuring yourself in a new way. So you really have to audit your lifestyle if injury is something that you really struggle with. And then the fifth and last thing that you need to do if you are injured or are healing and recovering is to be 
patient. Injuries take time. They take effort. Healing is an intentional process. They take building strength. They take moving better. They take taking better care of yourself. But if you rush that and you don't do it correctly, then you're lowering your capacity for the future. And so these are some things that every single person should do when experiencing an injury. From the smallest of tweaks to the most chronic pain that will not go away, always first go see a professional, ideally a physical therapist. Realize that you are not broken or broken, excuse me. Do what you can. Audit your lifestyle and make changes. Don't just audit it and do nothing. And be patient. But those are my five things, and I'll see you in the next episode. Look at us go. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how Strong as Hail can help you achieve all your health and fitness goals, DM me on Instagram at strong.as.hail for more information and I'll be in touch. See you next time.